Hey, welcome to the Epic Leadership Podcast. My name is Chad Mitchell, and besides being a husband and a father to four wonderful children, I am also a small business owner. And I'm Bobby Hawk. I'm co-hosting with Chad. And not only am I a husband and father of two, but I am also a pastor. So we're going to talk about leadership and whether you are in the marketplace or the ministry, I think the Epic Leadership Podcast can encourage and enhance your leadership. Here we go. Hey, welcome back to another epic leadership podcast here with my good buddy, Bobby Hawk. Bobby, uh, 2023, where in the world did yeah. it go? <laughs> it's flown by. We, uh, I know we've tried to do these monthly. I think we've been successful so far. Yeah. We're, uh, we're squeezing this one in, uh, at the end of November here and, uh, after Thanksgiving, uh, Chad, I think this will be, we'll, we'll kind of combine this. This will be our November, December holiday Absolutely. episode, if you will. And, uh, we'll be back with you after the first of the year, but, um, but it's been good. It, it, 2023 overall has been a, been a good year, but man, it has just flown by. It I, has. It I, has. I feel like 2024, even saying that's like, it just doesn't seem real, but it is. And uh, I'm excited about our topic today, not because it's an exciting topic necessarily, but we want to talk about crisis. And, uh, the idea to talk about this was, uh, many of you just, uh, had that last week when you had Thanksgiving with your in-laws, but uh, no, not necessarily, but you know, we'll unpack our definition of yeah. crisis when it comes to uh, leadership. But uh, you know, Chad, crisis that can be personal. Uh, and I, I think that obviously can be professional. Yeah. Um, it can impact an organization, whether that's a business, a church, a nonprofit. Uh, but the reality is I don't think and this isn't being a Debbie Downer. I don't think it's a matter of if you will face crisis. I think it's a matter of when you will face crisis. And the reality is we don't typically get much of a heads up. Yeah, I, I would agree. And, and you know, I, I, I hate doing this just because we're trying to get away from it. But you go back to the days of COVID, right? Um, that is about as close a definition to a crisis as you can possibly get. So uh, I think we can kind of unpack some things here um, that that we're continuing to learn along the way, of course. But also, I think we can unpack some things that will kind of help prepare us for the inevitable, right? Because, yeah. like you said, you know, crisis is is one of those things that that's just going to happen. You know, one of the one of the all time great boxers. Mike Tyson, he always said, Hey, everybody goes into the ring with a plan until you get punched in the mouth. And that's basically, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're, and I think you're right because with crisis, there, there are some good perspectives that one can have. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't consider this a crisis, but I'll give you an example of perspective. Uh, last night, um, just, you know, uh, getting home with, uh, with my oldest, uh, from, her voice lessons while knowing my youngest is at cheer lessons and the phone rings. Um, and it's my wife and you hear what you just don't want to hear as a parent. You hear, Hey, I've got to take Kaylee to the hospital. It looks like she broke her finger. Ooh, pinky finger. And she did. I mean, it was sideways and it was broken. They did x-rays. They did the whole thing. Now, I say that to say I'm not going to put that on the level of crisis, Chad. I, I mean, I think it's unfortunate. Uh, 
that's part of life, right? You do a, a competitive sport and things happen. But I will say that it caught me off guard. It's yeah. not the phone call I was expecting. It's not how I thought the night was going to go. Same with Vanessa. And I think that's the thing about crisis that we can look at it with a different perspective. So my perspective on last night, though that's not good news, my, my takeaway was this. I'm glad it didn't happen two weeks ago because we just got back from a vacation that we yeah. did over Thanksgiving and she can't get the cast wet. Uh, she couldn't have done any of the activities that we were able to do as a family. Um, and her next competition is I think seven weeks away and it's a six week injury. So there's a chance that sure. she'll be able to be back. Right. So I, I say all that to say it's a bummer and it's a bad deal, but perspective was, well, you know what? I'm glad it didn't happen two weeks previously and I'm glad it didn't maybe happen two weeks later. So, mm -hmm. so all that said, crisis creates opportunities if we will allow it and consider that perspective. So let's kind of maybe, maybe we'll talk through that. So in typical epic fashion, uh, we, we like, uh, our, our thoughts are, you know, memorable is portable, right? If you can remember it, you can take it with you. And so for Chad and I, we, we like to just use epic as a way to remember maybe some of the, the, the points or, or sub points when it comes to this topic of crisis. So Chad, talk to us about what is our E that we've put in when we talk about crisis? You know, I think I think we all have to expect that there's going to be crisis in our life. I mean, that's just reality. Um, you know, you, you, nobody expected 2020 to happen, right? Nobody expected 2020, the, the, the things that we went through with COVID, you know, everything shutting down. Nobody expected that to happen. But the reality of it is, is, is we have been through things like that before, just never to that magnitude, right? So uh, history has a tendency to repeat itself, Bobby. It just does. Um, whether you're talking about history of things that go on within the world, whether you're talking about – we've talked about the stock market on here. Whether you've talked about those things, history has a, has a tendency to repeat itself. So the reality of the situation is, is we have to expect that there at some point is going to be a crisis that we're going to need to deal with. Yeah, which is interesting because you and I by, by nature – are pretty optimistic people, right? Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we look for the bright side. And, and so if we're not careful, here's what that sounds like. It's almost like a Debbie Downer, right? right? It's almost like the sky is falling. But what we're not talking about is expect crisis in a, in a situation of fear. We're, we're really saying more expect crisis from a standpoint of faith. Yeah. That it doesn't matter who you are doesn't matter how much money you have. doesn't matter how old or how young you are. And, and oftentimes it doesn't matter how healthy you are. Bad things happen. Yeah. And in COVID, I, I know I am just as tired as everyone else up here in COVID. But I'm glad you brought it up because it's one thing that just by mentioning COVID, you don't have to explain it. Yeah. Everybody knows what we're talking about. Sure. It was a world crisis that affected everyone in a lot of different ways. Some obviously some physically, uh, but some financially, emotionally, the mental toll, relational toll. So we can use that as as a general definition of crisis. Uh, while we didn't expect it in the sense of we didn't know COVID was going to take place, I think what you're saying is don't be afraid, but realize that bad things happen. Yeah. And so you got to expect at least plan for it in, in some way. And maybe that's just even mentally planning for it. Is that, right. is that possible? Yeah. And, and, and I think the other thing that we have to really, that we have to really talk about here is, is, you know, 
I'm a news guy because I have to be. Not because I want to be, but just because it surrounds what I do, right? So I have to kind of stay in tune to what's going on in the world with the, with the financial markets or anything like that. I think sometimes that the, and the news personalities, they have a, they have a, a tough job, right? But I think sometimes we can turn on the TV or we can flip through social media and we can create a crisis when there's really not one, hmm. right? It, it, it's really easy to do that. Um, so I think as lo- along with the expecting that there is going to be one at some point, I think we also have to define what is a crisis. We have to define, you know, what would a crisis look like? And, and unfortunately, crisis are in the most cases, Bobby, it's things that we're not creating, right? What we didn't create what happened in 2020. We didn't create the, the debacle that happened in 2008 with the financial market right. crash, right? We didn't right. create that. So I think we really need to define what a crisis is versus what it's not. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I think, I think that's good. Let, let's, let's step back for a second. Cause you, you mentioned something that I think is really kind of maybe key in this whole thing. When you talked about this, this idea of in your world, you have to pay attention to the news because mm-hmm. of markets and, and all of that. And, and, and my world, I, I feel like I have to pay attention to the news for maybe similar reasons, maybe not the same, but I, I've got to be really aware of what's going on in the world. Now we're not siding with news stations. We realize a lot of them are for profit and they have agendas. What we're talking about though, is you can't turn on the news and not realize that there is always a crisis going on somewhere. Absolutely. It's always affecting someone, which means all we're saying is expect that it could affect you. Now let's bring it to a very personal level. Why do we encourage, whether it's financial peace, university that we teach here at the church, or just basic stewardship, or what you would teach your own kids? Why do we teach them about an emergency fund? Well, and, and I think the biggest reason for that is, is is there is going to be something that's going to come up that you're going to need There's that emergency, be an emergency fund, right? Yeah. It's kind of like go back to Mike Tyson. Somebody's going to get punched in the face on this deal. Yeah, and and if you're not prepared for for that, if you haven't expected it, then all of a sudden the emergency creates another emergency. Sure. The crisis creates more crisis. And and I think that's what we're trying to say. When you expect it, you can manage it better than if you don't expect it. Absolutely. You have an emergency fund, you got a couple thousand dollars, you get the unexpected unexpected yeah. car repair, you can at least pay for the car repair. Now you can work on rebuilding the emergency fund. You don't have an emergency fund, you got two crises. Yeah. You got a car repair and you can't afford to fix your car. Yeah. And it happens all the time. And so that's, I think what we're talking about now. Okay. So expect it not from a negative sense, but from a planning sense. Uh, what, what's the P and Epic here? If we expect it, then what do we have to be willing to do? You know, I, I think we have to be able to pivot, right? Um, honestly, I had a plan in March of 2020, right? Didn't matter what my plan was, Bobby. It didn't matter what the plan for my business was. It didn't matter whether the, what the plan for my personal life was. It didn't matter that, I had plans with my kids to go do a vacation, right? Didn't matter. We had to pivot and we had to make the best of the situation that we were get, that we were given, you yeah. know? Um, so I, I think the pivot side of that is, is a, is a key point because, and, and you and I have talked about this before. We, we're, we're both huge fans of Craig Rochelle. He actually talked a little bit about crisis in, in one of his podcasts. Talk to us a little bit about kind of what we picked up out of that. 
Yeah. You know, I, I remember when he was talking about that and he was, this was very early on in, in COVID and certainly he was tying into some of those things. But, you know, I, I think one of the biggest takeaways was never waste a crisis. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was, it was that idea of, of crisis truly does create opportunities. And so let me just kind of paint it in, in the church world perspective for a moment. Uh, when, when COVID hit again, crisis, everyone can understand that. Uh, we, like you said, we had to pivot. And I, I know pivot became kind of one of those words that probably people are also like, oh gosh, I don't want to hear that again. Pivot, pivot, pivot. But you have to be willing to pivot. Now, let me just pause. If, if In case you understand where that term comes from, I think it's important for listeners. This is the idea of if you're on a basketball court and you have the ball, you're allowed a pivot foot, right? You're, you're allowed to move one foot and move around to get in a better position as long as the other foot stays on the ground. And so you have this pivot foot. So this idea of pivoting is moving to a better position. And when you apply it to the situation we're in, crisis gives you an opportunity to pivot and pivot doesn't have to be a bad thing. Yeah, It all depends on how you look at it. Yeah. We had to cancel a vacation, uh, you know, as so many did. But if you'll look at the opportunities, and so in the church world, it gave us opportunities to say, okay, listen, here's the deal. We can we can pout or we can pivot. Yep. And if we sit here and pout about what we can't control, nothing's going to change. If we're willing to pivot, we can maybe look at things from a different lens. Maybe we have some time redeemed now that we can focus on doing some things better that before we didn't really have that time because it was kind of the machine moving forward. Yeah. And and really pivot to me chat is all about perspective. If nothing else, it gives you a chance to say I'm going to change position so that I have a better perspective and I can again never waste in the words of Craig Rochelle, never waste a crisis. Yeah. Because it can be an opportunity. Yeah, I, I want to speak to that just for a second too, because I think, um, this is a, a really good example. When we had to go through the crisis as a church family, um, Bobby, I would say that at that time when we went through it, we were mediocre at best with online experience, with getting in front of a camera, with audio in front of, in front of a, a virtual audience. We had to get really good at that overnight. Right. Um, this room was created yeah. out of a crisis. Yeah. This podcast was created out of a yeah. crisis. Right. So it, we, we took a crisis that we were delivered, not of our own doing, but of, of other doings. Right. We didn't create it. And we pivoted on that crisis yeah. to make ourselves better in other areas. And, and I would say, um, we, we did a, a great job of, of pivoting on that and actually creating some wins for us along the way. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up when you said this room is the result uh, of a crisis and, yeah. and pivot. I, I want to take that a step further. And we didn't talk about this before. And, and I think maybe if you've listened to us for a while, you know, this Chad and I, we, we kind of just go over the four sub points and, and outside of that, this is just a conversation. So yeah. we've not talked about this, but be, we want it to be raw and genuine. And I think that reminds me of something that sometimes you can take the crisis of others and you're not capitalizing on their crisis. I don't right. want this to be misunderstood. Certainly people do that. That's not what we're advocating. But 
you can allow the crisis of others to also help you. And, and here's what I mean by that. Uh, we know that there, there's a guy that we know in a church that had started in another state. And due to some family crisis and personal crisis and other things, uh, he wasn't able to keep the church open. And it was a young church, new church. And he had some debt that, that he had accumulated very early on. Uh, and we talked and we felt like God was asking us as a church to help pay off his debt. Now, I'm going to be honest, this was in the middle of COVID. It was. Um, didn't, didn't make a lot of sense for us to spend money on what you could say was somebody else's crisis because right. we had nothing. Our name wasn't on it. We signed no documents, but we felt like we were supposed to do that. And all we got out of that was just whatever equipment he wasn't using. And interestingly, some of the equipment that he wasn't using was podcast equipment, mics and a little board and some of those things. And and what was more interesting about that is he only got that because of COVID. Yeah. He was trying to be creative in his own context. So we're like, well, what do we do with these? I don't know. Let's try a podcast. And that that's when that began. Yeah. Now we've upgraded and now we've got the video, but but you're right. I think crisis creates opportunities. And even in his crisis, we were able to, to help him, not capitalize on him, help him. But by helping him, that created opportunities for us. So yeah, yeah pivot is all about perspective. So what, what, what's the I? Yeah. So, well, Bobby, let me, let me start this out first by asking, by asking you in your family situation with the girls and with your wife and those kind of things, did things ever just seem like it's chaos inside the house? Yeah, there's a difference in chaos and crisis. Absolutely, yeah. right? And I think that I comes back to identifying well, what are we dealing with here, right? Is this a crisis that we're dealing with here or is this just outside chaos that maybe we created ourselves? Because remember, most of the time, crisis is not something we've created, right? I'm not saying all of the time because there's always that circumstance, but most of the time, Crisis is not something that's going to be created by an individual, you or I, or anything like that in our own life, right? So yeah. I think we have to identify. Yeah. No, I think that's good because here's what I would say about chaos, and, and there's levels of chaos. I mean, we can we can jokingly say chaos is, you know, two kids not getting along, yeah. um, or chaos can be, you know, two adults not getting along, right? Sure. But no, I think chaos is more consistent, it, it comes and goes. It's it's here. It's just life. When when we're talking about crisis, you're right, Chad. Can we create a crisis? You know what? Yes. But if we're creating crisis, it's because we're doing things wrong on purpose. Yeah. I mean, we are choosing whether it's okay. Here here's a way to create a crisis. If I take a hundred thousand dollars out of my four hundred one k to bet on a football game and lose. Okay. I, I created crisis. That's Absolutely. way more than chaos. That's on me. But most of the time, and I think the listeners here, when you're trying to live a good life, a productive life, a purposeful life, uh, maybe even a, a Christ centered life, you're not creating crisis, yeah. but there's going to be a lot of chaos and you have to know the difference because chaos is something you just, you learn to manage and deal with. It's going to come and go. Crises are the big things that come along that are beyond your control. And to be honest, 
I don't know if there's a, a scale on this, but last night, as I mentioned, my daughter breaking her finger, that's not crisis. Right. That, that, that's just life. Um, crisis would have been much worse. It would have been more than a finger. Right. It would have been a doctor's report that came back that was life altering. Um, the finger is going to heal in six weeks. That's yeah. not crisis. So I think you're right. You have to identify the difference because you treat both differently. Yeah. Well, and, and I think, you know, you had a good example about the, the taking money out of your retirement account to bet on a football game. You know, a lot of people would consider that a crisis, which I would consider that a crisis as well. But what is the crisis? The fact that you did that or the habits that led you to doing that? Right. What What is the bigger crisis? So I think identifying those and, and figuring that thing out um, and just sometimes just basically taking a pause, stepping back and relaxing just for a second and and really understanding what it is that you're dealing with. And yeah. that's that's tough, Bobby. I mean, that's that's tough because sometimes, you know, this crisis thing versus the chaos thing, it's an emotional decision a lot of times. Well, and, and, and Chad, you bring something up. Maybe maybe there's a good point here that. If we do find ourselves in crisis that we created, yeah. maybe the best thing to identify is how did we get here? Because there are, listen, there's people that ended up in divorce. And at the end of the day, divorce to me is a crisis. Yeah. That's beyond chaos, right? Chaos is an argument, right? Divorce is a crisis. Sure. Uh, but how did I get here? What led me to this path? Because here's what I would say. Crisis creates opportunities. Okay. Yeah. Take somebody that's experienced divorce it can be an opportunity for a fresh start. Uh, there's a lot of good that can come out of that. But here's the deal. You're not going to have a lot of good that comes out of that if you don't identify what led to the crisis because all you're going to do is repeat the crisis. Yeah. And we know people who have repeated and repeated and repeated and and that becomes perpetual crisis. And I think that's a whole different right. issue. Uh, at that point, you're not leading yourself at all. So yeah. identify and, and and then finally, okay, we, we expect crisis – we pivot when crisis comes. We identify either what led me to the crisis or is this crisis at all? And what's what's the last thing? What's the C? I, I, I think we have to, to classify what we're dealing with, right? We have to really look and see, okay, what is it that we're dealing with here? Because, Bobby, I don't know if, if you're similar to me in this or not, but sometimes I can – I can think something might be a crisis that, that really is not, number one. But number two, I can also create some of that myself, right? So I think we really have to dive into that and figure out what we're really dealing with here. So how, how about the word clarity? Does that ring? I mean, absolutely. Yeah, true? probably better. Like, yeah. Crisis brings clarity. It, it can. It doesn't, yeah. I wouldn't say it brings clarity. I would say, if you allow it, if you embrace it, if you learn from it, if you pivot, manage all the things we talk about, it can bring a high level of clarity to your yeah, life. I would agree. You yeah. know, I think and, and let's again, let, let's just use COVID because everybody's tired of hearing about it. But at the end of the day, we all get it. Did COVID bring clarity to the way that you do business with your team? hundred percent. Yeah. And the other thing that it did was, was it actually, um, it actually changed the way that we do a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, um, my business in, in general, um, probably changed 70% of what we did mm -hmm. as a result of it. Now, 50% of those changes were for the better, mm -hmm. right? So we, it, it was an obstacle, but we had to pivot. Yeah. Right. So it was good. Yeah. And, 
and there's businesses and and again let's just use the church world for an example there's churches that didn't embrace the crisis mm-hmm. just kind of like i said instead of pivoted they pouted they didn't change anything so therefore it didn't bring clarity it didn't help them identify hey what's right what's wrong what's missing what's confusing and they just continued to do everything the way that they had done it prior to covid and i would say in most cases those churches are worse off I'm not saying they're worse as in they're bad churches i'm just saying they're worse off financially the number of people the way they're reaching people than they were coming in to to 2020 yeah. and it's just simply because they didn't allow the crisis to create clarity they didn't do what you said i mean you you're spot on mediocre is probably kind we're mediocre at best at some of the the video and things that we were doing it doesn't mean that we're amazing now it means that we took that and said okay here's some clarity we need to do this better right and i, I can tell you there's some things that you know and maybe the clarity comes down to this start stop change continue yeah there's things we started chad that we weren't doing there's things we stopped that we were doing there's things that we changed you know the way we did them and then there's some things that we said no this this is working and and we're going to continue to do this yeah but it brought a level of clarity only because we were willing to say how can we not waste a crisis yeah how can we not pout about what we can't control and use this to help us adapt and change what we can. And and I'll be honest, I think our church is better. I don't want COVID 2.0. Okay. I'm not inviting no. that, but I think our church is better now because of the crisis. And it's because of the clarity that came from that. Yeah. A hundred percent. So I, I think to kind of sum this up, Bobby, I mean, here's what we know. Crisis will happen. It's, in, it's inevitable. Right. We're going to deal with it at some point. Being prepared to deal with it, I think that is the piece that we're trying to get at here. So wrap us up here. Um, we, we talked about the, the crisis. We talked about expecting it. Mm-hmm. What, what else here? Yeah. After, again, expecting it, faith, not fear, right? Preparation, not doomsday. Yeah. Okay. Um, the pivot, you can pivot, you can pout. And pivot is all about change your position, change your perspective, so that you can look at it in a different way. Yeah. Um, crisis is one of those things, Chad. It's it's so big, you can't control it. You can't fix it. You can't change it on your own, yeah. right? Um, and then we talked about we talked about the I. Identify. Yeah, we got to identify what we're dealing with here. Crisis versus chaos. Yeah. Right. Wh- which which one are we dealing with here, and and how do we want to deal with that? And then we just kind of wrapped everything up, and and just it brings clarity. It right? does. We don't like it. Right. Sometimes we don't like um, doing that, but at the end of the day, it brings us some clarity and, and, and we're able to see a better vision moving forward. Yeah, it, it comes down to some people like storms and thunderstorms. You yeah. know, they like they they enjoy that. Man, Chad, I don't. And I don't know that you do because in your business, I don't like it's them. a lot of phone calls the next day, you know, trees down, hail damage, all that. For me, I just I don't like it because when you when you run multiple businesses and and you're just trying to think, okay, what got damaged, what needs to be taken care of. So I'm not a fan of storms, and I've never liked storms, especially severe ones. And I think crisis would fall under that severe storm category. But at the end of the day, severe storms still bring rain. Yeah, 
and that rain can still help things grow. And so you can look at the tree that fell down and you can be frustrated because you got to deal with it. But at the same time, in the middle of that storm, there is rain that came that in my case helped refill the pond that needed to be filled. So it's all about looking at it from a standpoint of how can I not waste a crisis? How can I not create crisis, but let crisis create opportunities uh, to do better and maybe in some cases to be better? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Hopefully this has helped you guys. Hopefully this is, uh, this has kind of helped bring a little bit of clarity, um, to you and, and, and maybe the crisis that you feel like you're facing. Is it a crisis versus is it just chaos or hopefully it's been able to provide some insights to you just on kind of some things we think about when it comes to this. But Bobby, 2023 has been a great year. Have enjoyed hanging out with you this year. Looking forward to 2024. Looking forward to all the great things we've got planned for the Epic Leadership Podcast. So Yeah, so have a Merry Christmas coming up later uh, this uh, month of December. And uh, certainly be safe. Uh, enjoy the time you can with family. Don't take any of that for granted. We we know that all too well. Absolutely. Uh, maximize every moment. We'll see you in the new year back here at the Epic Leadership Podcast. Take care, guys. Merry Christmas. Thanks for joining the Epic Leadership Podcast. Man, this is just fun for Bobby and I just to kind of talk back and forth and hopefully give you some good insights into some leadership of a couple different industries. And if you've enjoyed it, we would love to have a good review. Uh, Give us a five-star rating if you can. Share it with some friends. If you didn't like it, then tune in again next time and we will try to do better. We'll see you next time, guys.